This is the College Football Connection Podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Welcome in, folks. College Football Connection. My man, Alvin Reed, alongside me, Marty Jenkins. Did not meet last week because of the holidays, Alvin, but uh, we got a lot to dissect because, I mean, you talk about college football playoff, coaching changes, big games this weekend. Lots going on. Lots going on, man. You know, um, surprise all the way around, Lincoln Riley to USC. Um, After you heard what, uh, you know, Notre Dame administration was saying about Brian Kelly, we were all surprised, but they weren't. You know, it's kind of weird. It was just like, okay, okay. And you sent me an article about— Good read, by the way. Right. But all these shows that were on in the last three days, okay, I wish I had, like, the hotline that I could just, like, push a button and get right to their producer. And so, like, you all have short memories Uh huh. because this is the same stunt that Brian Kelly pulled on oh, yeah. Cincinnati. I remember oh, it yeah. like it was yesterday because Marty Gilliard, who came to the Rams. Had the quote. All right, right. And he was one of the ones of the players who said, like, this is BS. Yep. Right. And get this, Notre Dame can't say nothing because it was Notre Dame that – that told Brian Kelly at that time, you cannot coach the bowl game for Cincinnati. And Cincinnati, if you remember, was undefriggin' feeded. Yep. And they lost the bowl game, and there's bitterness toward Brian Kelly up there to this day, which is one reason those folks flocked down there to Notre Dame for that game earlier this year to beat his ass because they're still holding a grudge. Listen, I saw the article. I saw the Gilliard quotes. You know, he's done this everywhere he's everywhere. gone. Now, I didn't know. Starting at Grand Valley now, see, State. I didn't know the Grand Valley thing. It's like, dude, come on, man. Like, yeah, like if you're going to if you're gonna leave, that's fine. You know, have some morals. Be a better person. And you could also, hey, these are men. They're, it, the, the youngest of them is probably 18 years old. Call them together at 11 o'clock at night. So, like, hey, I need to meet with you guys. I don't care if it's 11 o'clock midnight. They'll drag themselves to wherever you're going to say. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to find out about this on social media. It's, it, it's, you're, you're, I'm going to tell you to your faces. It speaks volumes to his character. Right. And then, and then he sends like the mass text, like after, yeah. or the email after several hours after social media breaks the news. And he, and he, and he says, you know, something along the lines of, you know, I apologize to all you guys with all sincerity, blah, blah. That's yeah. BS. Man, just save it. Just save it. Like, listen, he did a damn good job at Notre Dame. He he posts the best numbers of any coach ever there. But I'm kind of rooting for him to fail at LSU now. Well, because okay. this is a, enough is enough. Enough is enough. And what did you do at Notre Dame that makes me think you're going to be big time at LSU? Now, well, you could recruit, and well, maybe you get people down there. I don't know. Um, Reese didn't uh, go with him. Offensive coordinator did not go uh-huh. with him. You know, Thank that, God Tommy Reese is staying in right. South Bend. And that led to Marcus Freeman being named the head coach. Which, great for him, great recruiter, keep it in-house. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to my dad. It's always good to kind of keep those things in organization, I think. Keep it in the institution. Um, and then Kelly goes down to LSU at halftime during the basketball game. I don't know if you saw this. And, I do not. And, and he starts speaking with a southern draw to the crowd. Are like, you serious? Yeah. I didn't see this. It, it or is, hear this. It's bad. It's oh, bad. Man. Watch it. Man. Yeah, this guy is a joke, man. Listen, you did great at Notre Dame. I'm not going to argue your wins, losses. I hope you fail at LSU. Marcus Freeman, welcome on board. 
a uh, great young coach, read a nice article about, you know, African-American coaches uh, with, with Mel Tucker just signed the, I don't yeah. know, $100 million, yeah, right. Marcus Freeman. James, James Franklin just got one. All within State. the last couple of days, which is right. great, something we should have had a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, anyways, Kelly, hope you fail. Marcus Freeman, great job. Lincoln Riley, I'm really not surprised at that. Are you? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And I thought that there might have been some friction with him in that I just got a sense that people were coming at him from that, you know, Oklahoma contingent, not necessarily, you know, from within the university or the administration, but the boosters and all that. Mm-hmm. And and I think he was saying, like, hey, I'm delivering Heisman trophies. I'm de- delivering college football playoff appearances. Yeah. Okay? I'm kicking Texas ass. Yep. You know, I'm keeping Oklahoma State at bay. All yeah. right? And all I get is – Grief, right? And this job comes up, uh, yeah. Now I have a hard time, kind of. You know, we lost Saturday night at what, like ten o'clock at night, or whatever. Was that a earlier, a late afternoon game? I can't remember. But the game was over before midnight, and he was like the coach of USC. You know, like. Oh, you talk about Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got they, that game ended uh, at Oklahoma in Stillwater at eleven o'clock Central. Right, and then by twenty four hours later, 24 not hours even. Later, <laughs> it's and like we what? had no contact whatsoever with USC, and that's kind of when the dominoes started falling with his head coaching stuff. But, but I, I, at first, when that Lincoln Riley news broke, I was like, you know, holy crap, you know, wow. Yeah. But then, you know, I just I dissected a little bit. And it's kind of like you know. Oklahoma's great institution. You know, you've accomplished a lot there, but you get a chance to go out to USC where they backed up the Brinks truck for you. You got the weather. You got the recruits. Mm. You can bring them back to prominence. Makes sense. Bought both of his houses in uh, in um, California. In Norman. Oh, okay. Right. For like $250,000 over face, what he was asking for. Because Whoa. obviously it costs more to buy a house I in California. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, that was part of the deal. I also think that, um, and I told my friend this, like right when it broke, I said, like, you watch to see. There's a five-star quarterback out there somewhere that's about to go to USC. Now, I didn't know it was already a kid. He, he recruited to right. go to Oklahoma. I just saw that, yeah. <laughs> but I said, you watch to see. There's a quarterback out there that's going to USC. Yep. So he's already got his quarterback. Not for. Tw- I guess he'll be there in uh, 23, not 22. Yep. Uh, but he's got his quarterback. He's got what he needs to be in a major bowl game. I won't say there'll be college football playoff next year. But, no, you know, New Year, uh, New Year's Six. I think he'll be great there. In two oh, I or three, think he will, two, too. Two years. Uh, but me, too. I yeah. Me, too. Because I think he'll bring the offense, and that's what you got to have it at USC. Mm-hmm. And he had always indoctrinated a running game with his passing game. Yeah. And USC runs the football. Mm-hmm. And it's star quality. And these coaches they've had these last decade, they were not stars. They were just <laughs> interims that became coach. Yeah. And this. And then, you know, I I think it's a great move for USC. I I'd think really he'll do. get them back to national prominence and dominance every year. I think in two years he will. Yeah, two, I three absolutely years. do. Because he'll recruit. Yeah. You know, and I mean defense, offense, quarterback, and running he's back. Super young. He's, super young. I'm older than him. You're older. Than I don't know. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Brian Kelly's 70 years old. The the head coach and the offensive coordinator together aren't that. Aren't 70. Yeah. I think that's where you got to go. I really do think that's where you got to go in the future. 
and I hope I don't know if you saw on uh, on online the uh, introduction that Marcus Freeman got to the coaches or to the players. Mm-hmm. It was great. He's got a lot of energy. And as I transitioned into that Tuesday, the CFP was released. I hope Marcus Freeman gets a chance in the Final Four. I think it's unlikely, mm-hmm. but. I'm obviously okay with Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati at one through four, and I'm very okay with Oklahoma State jumping to five over, over Notre Dame. And I am too. And the whole thing is like, okay, Cincinnati, you have to beat Houston. And if you don't beat Houston, just, okay, we get it, all right? They told Notre Dame we don't appreciate this whole thing. Now, Marty, Notre Dame doesn't play, but I can't rule out Cincinnati losing and mysteriously, there won't be in if they lose. You know, you, heck, no, there's a better chance of of uh, you and I like. It, okay, uh, no. all right, all right. So, so uh, there's no way if Cincinnati loses with their schedule, that Notre Dame jumps them. Like they're barely in it right now, as undefeated. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, if Cincinnati loses, yeah, could you see Notre Dame? skipping over Oklahoma State into that fourth slot? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, no. Okay, I no. I don't either now. I no. right. I misunderstood you. I thought okay. you said Cincinnati could still stay in the top. Oh four. no 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 no. Yeah, no, they're no, gone. No, um, no. And, and and if you know Oklahoma State beats Baylor, they're in. Uh, uh, yeah, obviously. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you think Michigan could lose? I don't. I think they'll smoke Iowa. We'll get to that in a minute. Right, I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean no, no, no. You're fine. Ahead, right? No, I like doing this. But yeah. I guess what I was just about to say to you is, no, I think Michigan smokes Iowa, but. Notre Dame needs Oklahoma State to lose or Cincinnati to lose. Right. They need both to lose to have any kind of No, I think they just need one because I think Alabama is going to lose to Georgia. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's a good point. And Alabama can't – Alabama know with two losses? Absolutely not. Not after that Auburn game. No, there's already enough people, you know, chirping for eight teams. You can't have a two-loss team in there. I don't care if it's Alabama. All right. Yeah, especially after that Auburn game, and you mm. lost to A and M. Yeah, mm. Notre Dame needs some help. Um, but you know, until last weekend, Alvin, I didn't even really look at it at Oklahoma State, and then they had that win, and all of a sudden they're number five. So, and do you remember that Iowa State game, which they could have won like three or four different times? That was a low-scoring affair that they lost in Ames, yeah, right? Yeah, and it was just kind of like back and forth. Mm-hmm. And there were times where, like, oh, okay, uh, they're about Oklahoma State's about to put this game away. Yep, all they need to do is score a touchdown right here. Yep, and they couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. All right, here we are. Um, I'm still a few games over 500. Um, I think you are too, or close to 500. A little over, a little over. I did two weeks ago. I had a good week. I, 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 I never remember to bring what I've written down on my little scratch pad. Uh, but there were, you know, I told these people are not covering all these points and all that. Said Michigan State's going to get beat two mm-hmm. weeks ago. You know, all mm-hmm. that. So like, it all kind of fell into place. Right. For me, uh, two weeks ago. Um, all right. So Alvin, yeah. tonight, despite blowing the doors off the Ducks. Two weeks ago in Salt Lake City, Utah's only favored by a field goal tonight. They beat them by 30 two weeks ago. They're favored by one field goal. That's it. Um, I'll tell you what. This opened up at 60. Now it's down to 57 and a half. I tend to move the opposite direction when that happens. So I think this is going to go over 60 points. 65 yards rushing is not going to happen again for the Ducks. I think we're going to see a lot of points in this one. I'm staying away from picking a team in this one, but I am going over 60 points in this game. And Alvin, they won by 32 weeks ago, and they're only favored by three. What's up with that? I think Utah has reached its highest peak. 
And that, that was, was their that, moment. That was their moment, yeah. exactly. And I think the pundits know well enough to say, like, what's Oregon got? All, all Oregon has is you go out here and stomp Utah or beat Utah, and then, you know, they can play on they can play on New Year's Day. You think a lot of it, too, is this This is a neutral site, this is in Vegas as opposed to in Salt Lake oh, City? absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Where the and, where know, the atmosphere was crazy in that win. Oh, well, you, you, you know, places jam-packed. It's all Utah. Like, listen, Utah's got a fan base. I don't know that, you know, what, 40% of Utah's fan base ain't going to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they oh, my God, you know, they, they ain't going to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a lot of Duck fans there. And I think they want, I want, I think they want to show that we are the team that beat Ohio State and we're not the team that lost to uh, Stanford and Utah. But now with that being said, Ohio State got beat down. Yep. You know, so, and Ohio State, you figure like, man, we lost to that the was, Ducks. That was pretty bad in Ann Arbor. Yeah, so we lost to the Ducks. And then, then yeah. some cat scored um, five touchdowns against us. <laughs> right. Quick story for you. Re- longtime receptionist at Channel 9. See her every week for years. Sharon Haskins. That's her, that is her grandson that scored five touchdowns against Ohio really? State. Yes, it is. She born and raised here? Yep. Kirkwood? No, not Kirkwood, but Sharon Haskins. Yep. Shout out to Sharon Haskins. And and her grandson. Five touchdowns. All right. Yeah. Um Agents lined up at the door from 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 what I hear. Oh, I bet. Um he'll be a lean Steinberg, somebody like that. All right, who you messing with? You taking the ducks? Oh, oh! I think I, I would take the Ducks in this game. Yes, you're I taking would. the three points. I would take the Ducks. I would take three points. Do you have a feel on that over under that's moved down to fifty seven and a half. Now. I don't on that okay. one because I don't know that that one. I don't know. That's a neutral site. Mm-hmm. The, you know, uh, Pac twelve championship game. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know on that one. Okay, so I'm taking over sixty points. You're taking the Ducks with a field goal, and this is one of those lines, Alvin, where people look at that and be like, they won by thirty two weeks ago when they're only favored by three. Something fishy with that. Mm. And that's when the fishy things, you know, turn out. Right. Take Oregon with the points, I think, is a safe bet. That's college football, too. That's not pro football. All right, Alvin. Well, we'll get the pro football. Thank God your Cowboys won last night. That would have been real bad. <laughs> I was thinking this team is free-falling like Tom Petty, well, man. No, I'm telling you, this is like, this is odd that we have had a bunch of, we, listen to me, like, okay, the Cowboys have had a bunch of people hurt. And this whole Amari Cooper, and then, you know, uh, for a half you didn't have um, – uh, like I'm drawing blank. You know, old man over oh, Um, You know, you don't have your your Lawrence. Uh, no, no, the receiver got a concussion at halftime before uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs game. Oh, okay. Uh, God, why am I drawing a blank? Let's see. They got Amari Cooper, uh, CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Okay. Right. Anyway, so CD Lamb then can't play Thanksgiving only because he doesn't have enough days. Like if the game had been Sunday, and he's a stud, like he would have played. Yeah. Are you freaking like? Well, man, that's two games, man. If they had had those two guys, mm-hmm. now you're getting your defense back. And so, like, look, the Cowboys won the game they have to win. They're eight and four. They go to Washington. They got ten days off. Are they first in the East right now? Oh yeah. Okay. Like, like right. And if if Washington loses, they'll have a three game lead. Yeah. And they could very easily lose to the Raiders. Um, so, you know, you're getting your team back, and you're going to win the division. Now, maybe you can't pick up that game, um, you know, on the Packers and the Cardinals, and end up with best record in <laughs> NFC. But at the same time, hey. Let's have our team for the first time all season, the entire team, the last two or three weeks. Let's see what happens. Yeah. He's got Gallimore who sprained his ankle and like his ankle, his elbow in the second or third preseason game. Neville Gallimore, I forgot about and him. And he's good. Yeah. 
He's good. Yeah. So, all right, I ain't mad at the Cowboys. Just, just you did what you had to do, which was win. All right. Speaking of Cowboys, um, and this is the one I think Notre Dame really needs. They need Baylor to beat Oklahoma State. I'm going to be objective here. I don't see that happening. Um, the Pokes won the first time 24-14 when they played early in the year, and and they won 24-14, and Oklahoma State had three turnovers. I was just going to say. And I, Baylor had zero right. turnovers. I was just going to Marty, you beat me to the punch. I was going to say, like, they turned the ball over a bunch of times that game. Baylor and they won by not. 10. They won by 10. But uh, Oklahoma State is a better football team than Baylor is right now. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean anything, you know, on any given, you know, championship game weekend but oklahoma state should beat baylor i have it right here in my notes i think it's a route that's i'm kind of saying the same thing i'm gonna take oklahoma state to cover six i'm saying the same thing like but, you have three turnovers and the other team had zero and you still won 24 14 what's that say about that team it's early enough in the season where that that like you turned ball over three times it's not like you're a tried and tested team they still held them off big 12 is weird and that baylor team won against uh, beat texas and, and oklahoma. oklahoma in waco right Big 12's funky, man. And with that being said, with the Big 12 being funky, we could see Baylor could win this weekend. Well, pretty much. But now, you know, Oklahoma was where Oklahoma was. Yeah. And Rattler's leaving, and you got a true freshman playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. And and for all we know, they knew that Lincoln Riley would leave. You and I are both taking Oklahoma State. Yep. You mentioned it a few minutes ago. Um, the good news for Iowa, they're 14th nationally in the country in rushing yards allowed. But the bad news is Michigan's a great running team. I think Michigan wins. Okay, I think this game's going to go over. Let's see the over under. Let's see if it's moved any. Is it high 40? Um, 43 and a half. Okay. 11 points. I like Michigan to cover, and I like the over as well. Uh, I, this would help Notre Dame immensely if Iowa won. It would put Notre Dame in almost. But I can't see Iowa beating Michigan. I'm taking Michigan in the over. I would take Michigan in the over as well. Okay. I would say this, that, boy, you talk about it's a good thing that they get to play one week later and not two weeks later. Mm-hmm. You know, all they can do after all that, all that, you know, just what that day was about, they had to go back and practice on Monday, mm-hmm. if not Sunday. Yep. You know, and and never mind all the toast of state of Michigan and, you know, Tom Brady is so happy and all that. You know, it's kind of like, now we, we got a game to play. Yeah. Right. You see all the people on that field? Oh, yeah. Well, and here's the thing with Iowa. Iowa should have lost more games than it did. Yeah. Remember, I picked against them every week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Iowa. Somehow they're 10-2, and though. Kirk Ferentz does it again. Does it again. Unbelievable. Right. Right. So you and I are both going with Michigan in the over there. Um, Just such great games this weekend. Um, All right. Let's go to the big one. Um I've been talking to lots of my friends who are Bama fans, and, and I just I really think this is Georgia's year. Um, I do too. You never know what Alabama team's going to show up. They they should have lost last week in the Iron Bowl. They should have lost. And I thought their coach played small. That last time they got the ball, and you're looking at third one and a half. I, I mean, literally, I would have called timeout mm-hmm. and brought him over and said, like, all right, we got we got two plays, mm-hmm. you know, and we ain't handing the ball off into a, trying to get – Two yards in a cloud of dust. Right, he got he got snuffed in the backfield. That's because mm-hmm. Nick Saban and Alabama's coach are like, you know what this guy's going to do? This guy's going to hand the ball off to the tailback and punt. Yep, he's going to say like, I'm I'm going to punt. I'm not going to blow the game. And he thinks we can't drive ninety yards in this. But it's the biggest mistake he ever made. And I said like, you you if any time you play action, if any time fake a reverse, tell the quarterback get back there. Y'all go deep. 
And if you see any gap whatsoever, take off running. If nothing else, heave that ball up there. We might get an interference call. We might do something. But they played. They played scared. Yeah, the they last did play t- scared. They played scared the last ten minutes of that game. I they said like, oh, crap. What did- are we doing here? Right. And I always have this line, and I, you know, like I said, like, hey, I have this line. So like, tell your players, hey guys, we did the hard part. All we gotta do is now. All we gotta do is now make a couple of plays. We win. Right. We're, they're supposed to come in here and beat our ass. It's ten to nothing in the for, in the fourth quarter, and once they held them to the field goal, all you you said like you know what, we tell my offensive coordinator, tell my offensive line coach we're we're going grab bag now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're about to show the country some stuff that Alabama ain't seen. We ain't seen. Yeah. But they went right back and said like we're we're deer holding, headlights. We're deer in the headlights. We're holding <laughs> on for dear life. It says. Playing that. not to lose. Playing not to lose. And that, that leads to you losing. I can't believe time. they lost that game. I can't believe they lost that game either. Because they, they, Alabama had nothing going on. Nothing. Zero points. I will say this. <coughs> what I don't want is an Irish fan. And, and I am taking, what do I got here? I got Georgia and the over. How about you? What's the over? I'm sorry. Uh, right now, the latest line is Georgia's favored by six and a half, and it's over under forty nine and a half. I think it's gonna be way over that. I think it'll be way over that too, because because okay. Alabama will score points. I don't think they'll be like shut down like Georgia has done to some of these other teams. You, you laying six and a half or taking Alvin? Oh, I'm laying. I, okay, I mean, they'll beat him by a touchdown. Okay, all right. Yeah, Georgia will beat Alabama by a touchdown. Alabama doesn't look the same. Nick Saban doesn't look the same. I no. mean, Nick Saban looks like a team. He's like, man, I can't be mad at him because, because you know, even after every game, they're asking him like, well, that was such like, hey, I'm having like that's a great win. I don't know what you're talking about, and that's that that's Nick Saban acknowledging like that ain't a great team. Yeah. So thus, winning this game is a great win because I don't have a great team this year. Yeah. And when I say great, I mean you know like you know some of his other teams. So you and I are both Georgia and over. I almost wonder if this is kind of maybe, and I know we've said this for years, but with Georgia's dominance, maybe this is the be- very, very beginning stages of Alabama's dominance maybe coming to an end. Well, you know, my, I was in Chicago, Marty, a city we both know and love very well. Mm-hmm. I had gone take, taking my daughter back to college. All right. So um, Georgia leads Alabama in the national championship game the entire game. Yeah. And Tua comes in and he heaves the – touchdown pass with the worst you know like safety play i've probably seen in the history of mm-hmm. of you know college football like yeah. dude all you had to do was go 10 yards just sprint over there and you would have intercepted the ball and the game would have been over and he's just standing there watching him score this touchdown mm-hmm. all right so georgia's got to know that you know it isn't like we haven't had alabama in the college football playoff before and like outplayed them we just didn't win that game yeah all right so that's I, that was the day I thought that the dominance of Alabama, as far as just ruling the SEC, kind of was could have come to an end, but they won that game, and mm-hmm. you know the rest the last what has happened the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, but now maybe, maybe now you know we were talking about Brian Kelly going to LSU not for a while. Uh uh-uh. uh, LSU loses because they ain't got the horses right now. So I don't I don't see him fixing that instantly. I don't know. Maybe Auburn had, had. I don't see him fixing it. Period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I hope not. Uh, you know, uh, Auburn. Maybe they got a lot of sophomores. You know, maybe they had a lot of freshmen, sophomores. Maybe they, maybe they grow into that team. Yeah. But right now, who do you see? Mizzou. It was supposed to be A and M this year. They laid an egg. They laid an egg, 
And Jumbo, right. Jimbo Preseason Fisher. top 10. Yeah. Jimbo Fisher, how much are you making? <laughs> All right. For that? Yeah, okay. That's why you don't, yeah. It could be Georgia the next several years. I know this. I, I would say Georgia's going to be better at Alabama than the, for the next year or two. I agree with that. Unless, you know, that guys defense. go pro. Now, you remember, they they still lost their best defensive player. charged with rape and carrying on. Yeah. Now. So, that's the guy who would have been around. I think he was only a... He was a sophomore, or freshman. Yeah, I think he was a sophomore, something like that. Super young. So he would have been there next year. They'll miss him. Well, we don't know that. He could all be gone by then. He might be out there playing. Or, mm-hmm. You know. All right. Maybe actually, I take it back. And it's not Oklahoma State. I think. I think this could be the Irish's best chance. I think Houston upsetting Cincinnati could be Notre Dame's best chance. Yeah, they're favored by ten and a half. Home game for Cincy. You know, Houston's got a good quarterback, solid wide receiving core. You know, they're eleven and one. Um, they lost to Texas Tech by like ten. That's by, their by lone. ten, and they had some. They they had some skin of your teeth wins too. Yeah, uh, yeah, they. That, that's and a where, lot of points in all those skin of the teeth games yeah, too. And, and that's where that ten and a half comes from. It's like it's not like Houston was out there thumping everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, they had some some narrow escapes in there too to some teams that they were inferior that were inferior to them. So, uh, you know, that's where that ten and a half. I don't think the ten and a half is that Cincinnati has been super dominant since the win over Notre Dame. But at the same time, Houston has not like just been beating people 45 to 10 yeah and they're rolling into this game no you're beating aac opponents <laughs> by six or seven yeah, exactly. 45 38 <laughs> um but i think you know as, as chris duncan like like to say you know th- this is cincinnati's chance right here and they could get the tight cheeks oh, a little they, bit i think they will and i one one thing that i thought has gone on the last month is that cincinnati played tight yeah, that they know last that, weekend at ECU. They they know that the world is looking at them, and half the world desperately wants them to win, and the other half, or college football world, let's say that, desperately wants them to win. I'm in that. I'm in that category. Mm-hmm. Then the other half desperately wants them to lose, and they go into every game thinking like, man, the college football world is fixated on us. Yeah, Cinderella. I, yeah, and that creates. A pressure that really is is not there. I think if they played any one of these teams that they played in the last four weeks, okay, yeah. if they had played any one of those four teams, the first couple of weekends in the season, they'd have blown them out. Yeah. So I think that's the pressure that mm-hmm. they kind of put on themselves. Um, it'll right. be there. It'll be there against Houston. You may be riding with me. I'm taking Houston with the points in the over. I would take Houston and the points in this one. Okay. okay? Now, <clears throat> Cincinnati could could prove us both wrong. Yeah. Because this could be the game where they just go out there and, you know, all of a sudden it's 31 to 14, and then all they have to do is just kind of hang on, you know, and just, right, Houston has to pass on every play and whatnot. And they, and they ride into – the college football playoff, mm-hmm. and play a team that they played tough last year. And you can say, well, Georgia had guys that went pro, and blah this and blah that, and they were disappointed that they weren't in the college football playoff. But here's the thing. It's like if you're a Cincinnati kid and you're lined up and said, like, I, we played last year. Yeah. You were across from me last year. Uh-huh. And the coaches are saying, like, hey, we got the film on them from last year. Yep. You know, and we have the film from that game where we almost beat them. Mm-hmm. And, like, hey – we, there's no reason that we should even 
remotely believe they're going to beat us 50 to 10. Mm-hmm. And then the tie, who gets the tight cheeks in? Georgia. Man, Georgia, it's halftime. And it's, you know, Georgia 21, Cincinnati 14. Yeah. And Cincinnati starts thinking, whole like, world watching. Yeah, whole world watching. <laughs> so like, hey man, hey, you know, because Cincinnati said like, man, ball bounce off some cat's helmet, we catch it, run for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You do realize that all of a sudden, the the entire TV nation is going to be watching our game. Yeah, Cincinnati's in it. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati's in it. Everybody's like turning it on. And so Houston's like, on house money. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, oh yeah. There's so, no pressure over there. No, so it's kind of like, hey, we get in that game against Georgia, and we hang for a half. Uh huh. I mean, that's all they need because now it's NCAA basketball tournament time. Yep. Now it's like, man, anybody in this stadium who had, who, who, not Georgia fans, but anybody in the stadium who is not a Cincinnati fan, and is not technically a Georgia fan, they're just here because they're here for the game. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they're Cincinnati fan. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, the big school in that first couple that's of rounds. That's one of the best parts of the tournament. Of the tournament. Like all of a sudden, you know, this this team that's supposed to like smoke this other team. You got Carolina fans rooting for uh, you know you're, Niagara. You're, wait, wait, wait a minute, you're looking around. <laughs> you're on the court. They're like, man, three fourths of the people in here are, like rooting against us. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like we. This is a road game. Then you get the tight cheeks. Right. <laughs> so it could happen. All, all Cincinnati has to do if they get in and they play Georgia, all they got to do is hang for a half, and then we'll see. Well, if they play Georgia, they may mess around and get that three seed, depending on how things shake out this weekend. How could uh, I mean? Let's take a look here, real quick. Let's. I mean, well, you Michigan just, too. If Michigan lost, maybe, but I let me just look here real quick. Like, I mean, I just I I, I say that. Well, Alabama, they're going to lose. That would move that Cincinnati into the three seed. Because I'm not jumping Oklahoma State over Cincinnati. I'm putting Oklahoma State right, at the okay, four good seed. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Right. And uh, that's the only reason Alabama technically is, is – is, no, not technically, but I will say this about the committee, as ridiculous as it, it has been. Mm-hmm. The thing was set up for Cincinnati to lose. Yeah. But the thing was set up that if Cincinnati did not lose, that they would, you know, end up. Because I think the committee, if they had their druthers, Ohio State would have won that game Saturday. But Ohio State, Ohio State got beat. Oh, man. So they can't, you know, they they can't be in. Yeah. What a disappointing outing from Ohio State. Um, all right, quick, before we sign off, let's move to the college hardwood. Uh, some good games tonight, actually, uh, yeah, featuring your uh, number eight in the country, Kansas Jayhawks, going against a 5 and 1 St. John's team who I saw my Hoosiers barely beat this year. KU only favored by 7. 6 o'clock starts in an hour. Could be a good game. Right at the new facility up there and yep, um, Big East Big 12 battle. Yeah. It's uh, it'll be a good game. KU's you, still trying to figure out how, to, how you got 10 guys who can play. How do you rotate them 10 guys? And, you know, Jalen Wilson did not playing worth the darn. David McCormick, like you read our message board, it's like the dude didn't play high school basketball. Now he was good at the end of the year last year, but he's the same guy he was at the beginning of last year. Just like, just, just terrible. I mean, the offensive foul he took against Dayton. Yeah, we got the ball nine seconds and 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 a one point lead, and you're just thinking like, dude, what you got the ball? Just kick the ball back out. Yeah, I mean, even even they have to foul. 
gave him the ball. We lost. <laughs> so everybody's down on him. But I think I Kim, never saw that replay. But I heard Dayton had like a miraculous shot or no, something. No, running left-handed. <laughs> Fade away, and he only shot the guy, took it the whole game, and bounced twice and went in, you know. But, hey, what can one say? It was the Friday after Thanksgiving. Right, right. <laughs> right. So, some good games tonight. Iowa and Purdue, both undefeated. Purdue number two in the country now. Purdue number two in the country. And will be number one if they win tonight. Yep, because Duke lost in Columbus. Yeah. Um, you know, I've watched a lot of college basketball this year. I think when it when it all when it's said and done, I mean, I still think Gonzaga's the best team in the country. I, but I, by I, the way, that Chet Holmgren, I mean, I, I don't want to sound like he looks malnourished. The dude is so skinny. He's like so skinny, yeah. It's pretty bad. Like yeah, I, man, you gotta put on some weight. Yeah, I I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> I'm seeing like Sean Bradley comparisons. If he may, when he goes to the NBA, I don't. I'm not jumping the gun on that yet. Right. But you gotta put on some weight, my man. Yeah, I don't. You know, Duke beat them. And it was almost like Gonzaga was not ready for anybody even to contest them. Yeah. That's on coaching, too. No, oh, I know. I, I I was like, wait a minute now. Did y'all really think y'all was going to roll to like 38-0 win national championship? Just like last year, almost. Yeah, like, no. You know, like Duke is, is a damn good team. Yeah. Nice and you're going to play Duke. some – you will play some good teams along the way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I didn't quite get that one for them to get beat like yeah. that. That's on coaching. And then Duke – Look wore out against Ohio State, but that's two big games in a week. You know, we always forget, man. They are 18, 19 years old. Yeah, it true. ain't pro basketball. That, that was two hard games in a week. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we sign off, uh, Conzo Martin gonna be the head coach of Mizzou uh, at the end of the season. Well, you know, the buyout is six after this year, and then it saw drops that. to three. Yeah, I saw that. But at the same time, Mark Turgeon, dude, got fired by Maryland today. Not. Not only do you lose by 30 to Liberty, you lost to in-state UMKC. You lost to UMKC. And by double digits. Right. And then Liberty had you down. Did you see that score at one point in the game? Man? I did. It, it was, was like 37-7 like to yeah. or something like that. But UMKC? Yeah. I mean, come on. I'm right. not hating on the Kangaroos, but, but right. you get dominated by them? Right. Exactly. And you can call it Kansas City. Like, we're not UMKC anymore. We're, Can- we're Kansas City. Like, no, you're UMKC. That's like also going down there and beating their ass, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or like Slug and he beat the Harris Stowe or something. Yeah, like, come on now. You can't lose that game. You can't game. lose that game. On your home court? And Mark Turgeon's record overall as a head coach is yeah, damn good. because he hadn't done anything in the um, in the tournament. I think that meeting went south. This is kind of like how which guy our, our they base- disrespected him. I think this is how our baseball manager got fired. Mm-hmm. Something went on in that conversation where he said like, "Hey, you know what? Bleep it." Yeah, you know you pay me to not coach this year, and I'll have plenty of teams. Yep, knocking at the door, knocking at the door. And I'm sure his agent when he called him and said like, "Let me tell you this BS they just told me." And I'm quitting. And he said, like, dude, don't even worry about that. There'll be five, six jobs. You know how many big-time programs would love to have Turgeon? Yeah. And Maryland, like, hey, Maryland's got a little bit of history, but not all that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I'm paying the money, you know. I, I, I'm, 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 it's not getting better in Columbia. No, 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 no. no I'm, I'm I want somebody else out. coming in soon because right. people well, are yeah, getting players fed. leaving too. Yeah, like whatever's going on now. Maybe they're not. They're kind of thin-skinned. Not from not from the coach going off on them, but just from losing. Like, man, I pick. We ain't gonna win no games. I'm looking around my teammates. We ain't gonna win no games yeah. the next couple of years. So that catch transferring and carrying on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could see that happening. Yeah, I really could. Be interesting to see how that plays out. That or he, Mark Turgeon, knows that. KU about to get slapped with some some 
probationary penalty and, mm -hmm. and self Didn't about to have about enough. That. Self about to take that San Antonio job with uh, Popovich retired <laughs> next year. Like he, he might, you know, he's like, yeah, hey, Mark, I'm gone after this year because I'm a coach of Spurs and yep. yeah, you know, maybe Turgeon's sitting on that information when they had this little session with the AD, you know, and he said like, hey, I got something for you. You know, like, hey, man, I know something you don't know. Backdoors. It's all a big game of cards, it's man. It's all a big they, game of cards. They got their plan set out. <laughs> Turgeon knows what he's doing. He's heard from somebody, one of his buddies. Yeah. All right, man. Enjoy the games this weekend. I will, man. You too. I will text you uh, during these games. We got lots of big ones. And um, mm. thanks for tuning in, guys. And we will uh, touch base with you next week or the week after. Take care. You've been listening to the College Football Connection podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Sports talk for St. Louis. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.